wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or if you really, really like us, drop us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash P.S. Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yeah? A little tired. Yeah. Uh, but I am excited to realize just how long this year of 2020 has been when talking about <laughs> the game, the news stories that we've discussed all year long. Yeah, man. it's It's been a journey. And with that, uh, I'll have everybody know if y'all go... Joe, you don't you don't sound so hot. What's going on, buddy? I'm currently battling through just a small little cold. So uh if I'm a little breathy this episode, if I have a little coffee or there, don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'm surviving. A little coffee? Yeah, a little coffee cough. Papa. You have any licorice for me? Yes. Yeah, like some of that. I don't know. Pass the Ricola, Papa. <laughs> you have any peppermint, Papa? <laughs> that said, before I enter the fever dream, I just want to give a little heads up there. This episode is a special one because, yeah, usually we break down the latest and greatest in all the news surrounding PlayStation. But, you know, it's holiday 2020 as uh, has begun to wrap up the year that has been. Um, we're going to kind of just go through all the news that made its way to the trophy room. We're going to find out which story. Sorry, wait. We're going to go through the top stories of the year, starting from January all the way to December. And we're going to find out what was the biggest story in 2020 surrounding games. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, Kyle, are you ready for what has been? The craziest year in video games? I'm born ready. I'm ready to do this. Because there are some things that I learned, like some games that came out this year, that I really thought came out in 2019. Sure, yeah. That's what this year kind of feels like to me. (laughs) It feels like three years rolled into one. That said, it's gone by really fast, right? Weirdly, like, it's hard to describe because there are days where I go like... Nah, it's not already Friday. I woke up, it was Monday. There's no way. And then there's other times where it's... Uh, I had lunch an hour ago. It feels like days since I last eaten. So, like, mm-hmm. it's being at home since March and, and unemployed. And it time just moves weird when yeah. you, have, you don't have something that you have to go do and leave the house. Yeah. And it gets a little lonely, man. Because, like, yeah, video man. games are fun. <laughs> But like they kind of start feeling like a job, right? Yes. Like, it, like for me, they're they're the only way to so, like socially engage with folks, and that's kind of is the outlet for me. So it's kind of like how we're interacting with games is even changing as well. Yeah, you know. I remember before all this started, I would be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." The dream would just be stay home all day and play video games. I have to rethink that a little bit. Like, <laughs> maybe a couple days out of the week, still play nothing but video games, but I need to yeah. go see other people and socialize and go to a movie theater or do something. Open a filing cabinet. cabinet. 
<laughs> close the filing cabinet. Whatever you do at work, like grown ups. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. yelled by a boss or something like. Yeah, that's... those TPS reports need to be TPS. I get it. <laughs> that said, Kyle, I'm gonna bring you back with the first story. Yeah. Do you want I, me to read them since you're set under the weather? Nah, because I've okay. I've written the notes in such a way that only I know how to read them. <laughs> All right, we go to Crazy Town midway through these notes. Okay, here's what the biggest story in January was. There was only one. The PlayStation Five logo was the biggest and most liked gaming pick on Instagram. Remember wow. that CES reveal, Kyle? What? Yeah. Oh, I sure do. It was literally a, we witnessed a backspace and a key press of the number five on a keyboard. <laughs> it live, in action, happened. Man, wow. I remember being super hyped we were going to see the box. Yeah. Or at least me. My expectations were seeing the box. Yeah. And it was because, like, last month before that, we saw Xbox's box, right? Yeah. The mm-hmm. Series X. We saw it at the Game Awards. So we're like, oh, you know, Sony and Microsoft are going to go, gonna go tit for tat on this one. And they didn't. They just showed a picture. And it is kind of like on the back end, you could kind of say that this is how it'll go for the rest of the year when talking about Microsoft or PlayStation. You're expecting one of them to hit back and they just, they don't. And I feel like that is kind of what you can encapsulate the future and hopefully all generations are going to be from now on, which is like both companies just doing their own thing, not going to the petty route and and doing dumb, dumb stuff like that. And it goes to show as well, how popular the PlayStation brand is as a whole. Yeah. You could just drop a logo and go, here you go. There you go. This is it. And kind of just move on and it'd be the biggest thing on Instagram. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Okay. Next one. On the month of February. Also, to, world was world was about to get crazy. Yeah, something point. was just like like <laughs> someone like was in the living room. They're like, "What is that? Something's burning in the kitchen." And then one person's like, "No, no, 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 no! It's only like a uh, thing's burning. It's gonna go out like nothing, and you're gonna be yeah. fine." Yeah, yeah. And look at it, where we are now. It's not society crumbling. <laughs> and and you know what though? Like real talk, PlayStation pulls out of PAX 2020. Yeah. Remember that, and like when people remember how were saying, bummed we were because we were we went to PAX we and were we were play so excited, one hundred percent we were because that yeah. was going to be a thing that was going to be there, and I was so bummed and like so bummed, and then on the flip side, very worried of our safety, mm. uh, and and that's when when the worry and everything started to go to shit <laughs> because I remember. We're going to Boston, and my mother's like, you know, I heard there's a case. Yeah, one, <laughs> one case. case in Boston. Please, please, like what? And like you walk into the packs, and you just have people standing on the escalator with like sanitary yeah. wipes, just like wiping down the rails. Like, yeah, this is good enough, right? Yeah. And I remember us kind of like not making like f- fun type of light, but like us making light of it when we're with like people going, "Hey, let's." Elbow instead of handshake. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Let's bow. Like, all that stuff. And, and seeing where it's been now is just kind of crazy that this happened this year. Again, like, the conversation would... going, is PlayStation scared of Microsoft or something around those lines? Yeah. Or, or are they taking this thing too seriously? Yeah. Or, you know, they're not going because they really don't have, I don't know, anything to show or something. Sure. That they yeah. have The Last of Us. Yeah. I, I On the flip side of that, 
how I would kill to just do an elbow bump with somebody in, in person right now. Right? That's, I'd I pay would, good 15 I, bucks. <laughs> for, I'd pay all my unemployment money for that because that's pretty yeah. much what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a crisp $5 bill. And then, yeah, we have The Last of Us delayed to April. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. No. No way. So when we're talking about all the delays that are happening, we're only going to be talking about really uh, Last of Us, Cyberpunk, uh, and uh, Ghosts for the most part, because everything else is just getting pushed out. We can assume that's not not every game is going to make the news because it's delayed. Yeah. So yeah, out of February, what is the biggest one here? Because obviously, I think it's PAX, right? It's one hundred percent PAX. Yeah, uh, having a game being delayed. Seemingly, when it's close, isn't new. Um, mm-hmm. Like hell, the last last was one did it, did the same thing. Right, it got delayed a few months. Um, yeah, that's easily the biggest news story because it's it's unprecedented. We o- we only read about pandemics in textbooks. <laughs> we are living through it, yeah. and this is the start to see it unravel and just everybody panicking of not knowing what to do. Like when. Toilet paper was currency for some people. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, like, we haven't even hit March yet. Yeah. No, I know, but this is like everyone was running to the store and socking up because the world was about to go on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about the games that came out in February, Kyle, because honestly, there is only one that comes to mind, and that is Dreams. Dreams came out for the PS4. It would start the locomotion, which is the uh, exclusives for the PlayStation 4 this year. Dreams. I had hope for this. And I get teased for it all the time because I really wanted Dreams to be bigger than what it is right now. Yeah. Do you think that it still can do that, Kyle? Or do you think it's 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 moment has passed? I think it is incredibly valuable in the PlayStation lineup still. Um because it's going to lead to creative people making games and then in the future making games for PlayStation and everywhere for us to play at a studio proper. Like this is less so of a game, I would say, mm-hmm. but 100% a learning tool, how to learn how to make games and to, yeah. to still see images and videos of people messing around with lighting in a game and it being absolutely stunning yeah. and being made in this dreams engine is mind boggling. Yeah, and even seeing some people getting hired and, yeah. and having this in their portfolio Absolutely. is nuts. So we could try to discredit Dreams all you want, Luke, or you suck. But remember, you guys still have Crackdown 3, so how does that feel? Uh, March. <laughs> March. News of March. There's some good news here, Kyle. The Last of Us HBO show has been announced. We seize it. Where were you when you got the news? Are you still hyped for the show, Kyle? Uh, I'm still hyped. What I still want to know is exactly what it's going to be. Are we Mm. following Joel and Ellie? Is every episode going to be the side characters from the games, which is what I want? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us what's happening. Who are we following? Is it just a retelling? Are we getting new, unique perspectives from other people in this universe? Let us know. Yeah. I think they really could take a note out of The Mandalorian because since The Last of Us is going to be such a 
you know, smaller cast, one would assume. You're only going to have, if you're, if you're following Joel, you're only going to have Joel and Ellie for quite a few seasons there. So, yeah. like, I, I really think a, a show that is so small that is Mando uh, in this larger universe, I think you could do the same here for The Last of Us. It's a, such mm-hmm. a small cast. You could have them in this big, horrifying world, and I think it could work out. I remember, I remember going home from work. I remember when I had that and getting the news and just being like jittery excited because this is like, you know, I, I don't know why we do this as gamers. We look for validation for, for, from our yeah. hobby. And mm-hmm. this was definitely that validation I needed. Absolutely. You know? Yep. I get that. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> Are you sitting down for this one? I'm always sitting. <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone came out this year. That's crazy. <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone came out this year, Kyle. It's not even a year old. This was a game I was like, oh yeah, that came out in 2019. Yeah. Like, towards the end of the year. And it's already taken up so much space in people's hard drives. For for real. Like, I <laughs> I don't understand how this was a 2020, 2020 game. Yeah. And it goes to show as well, like, how powerful that IP is to the broader IP as it's already a staple of the franchise and we already think so much more time has passed when it really hasn't. Yeah. Alright, the next one. The PlayStation 5 GDC talk. Mark Cerny watch your ears versus the Xbox breakdown <laughs> with Austin Evans and crew. So, Kyle. Mm-hmm. That GDC talk was not great. Do you really do you feel like though this is the part like this is the point in the year where the PlayStation 5 marketing truly ramped up or or is this just something we overblew as gamers? Uh 100% our hype and expectations were a little bit overblown. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh I don't think I don't think the talk was bad. I just think we're not the type of people to appreciate the jargon and sure. terms that were being thrown around there. Because, um, like, we were watching and we, we saw, I, I still, this image is, like, burned in my brain. The image of all the chips that say PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1. And we're like, oh, my God, there's a, each system is inside the PS5? Yeah. Oh, man. In reality, that's not at all what was being talked about. But yeah. like, for, for non-technical people like myself, I just see, oh, this could be able to be played PlayStation One games and mm-hmm. and just relying on visuals instead of understanding what Cerny is talking about. Yeah, um, it's. I think it was a very important talk, uh, just not the most exciting thing to watch. Samezies. I think it's an important talk for the people that want to hear it, want to understand it. But I don't think this talk was the thing that started off the, you know, PlayStation 5 marketing. I think this is the part, part or the early stages of how marketing folks in the in the age of, of the Rona really started to make the mistakes they needed to iron things out towards the middle of the year. And it kind of goes to show how fast industries move and how fast they truly do learn. Because this one, I remember Mark Cerny getting on stage and you had like the... You know, science mystery theater folks sitting the cardboard in the cutouts. The cardboard cutouts. We're like, what the hell is this? That's not people. You can't fool us. And I understand what they were trying to do, but it just didn't. Um, so yeah, I do think this is us kind of hyping it because you know, as we go on, I remember me being frustrated. Of like, 
why why does Xbox why have we yeah. seen so much from Xbox? We see Austin Evans like breaking this control the, the the system apart, like pulling it out like it's the nuke from the rock, and like we're just was sitting this, there like. Well, yeah. yeah, was that the thing where they jumped the gun? Uh, was that Austin Evans jumping the gun with the Xbox info, or was that somebody else? No, I think that was someone else. I don't okay. know. We're not an Xbox show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'll ask Sean. I'll ask Sean Capri after this show. Next, E3 2020 is canceled. Also, if you hear clinking, that's I, I have tea. <laughs> it's tea and it's honey. It's for my trope. Uh, E3 2020 is canceled, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Weird- man. Weirdly, thinking back now that we're in December, and E3 is usually in June. Yeah, we didn't miss a whole lot of announcements. They still came a plenty. Yeah. Uh, so what that means for E3 going forward is very interesting. Do you think there's something like? There's no way, no way we're having E3 this year in 2021. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I mm-hmm. don't think so. No, nope. I, I even think like Anthony Fauci will be out there with like a poker. <laughs> like, get back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even even packs with the very um uh what's the word I'm looking for bullish approach of yeah. when Pax East is happening and Pax West and I think Pax East being pushed to June ish. I think mm-hmm. even then that is that is nah. like what's the word I'm looking for? That's like the wish of all wishes for yeah. to for us to actually Pie get together. Pie in the sky. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. No problem, um, no problem. That I don't know if we'll be able to get into like a big gathering until next fall at the earliest. Right. Because like, and not just that, but like oh, it's going to take yeah. a few years for people to trust everything. Yeah. You know. So like, yeah, I definitely think I think E three's coming back. I sure. do think it's just a digital showcase. Yep. More than anything, like a like it's gonna be like a schedule. Like Xbox is having it's, their thing this week, PlayStation this week, Ubisoft. Because I think what we all got really tired of it towards, I think August. We were just like, okay, none of these are hidden really hard. You're obviously space, spacing these out weird. Our expectations are out of whack here. We need to we need to pull this back. Even Jeff Keighley said it like. Summer Game Fest was our time to make mistakes, and we got, you know, the award show right. Yeah. I think that's super smart. Yeah, I think E3 going forward might take a lot of um, tips and plays from the playbook of DC with yeah. the fandom, which we'll talk yeah. about a little bit later. Because I think if, if each company had their own fandom event digital fandom event like that i think that would be killer yeah i think i think so as well also the games that came out this month kyle again yeah big call month. of duty warzone mm-hmm. neo 2 persona 5 royal uh doom eternal and shout out to animal crossing that took over yeah. the world for two weeks yeah for sure seriously um doom eternal a- and animal crossing were the last yeah. games i picked up in a store well, I still picked I still picked them up in the store, but they were the last the same day as when my school shut down and oh. I got unemployed. So like I will always be intrinsically tied to Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing by at the same time of thinking of like when I started becoming unemployed. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's also crazy. Like, I know we're a PlayStation show, but, like, Animal Crossing really did help a lot of people get through a lot of really hard times. And, Absolutely. like, even seeing, like, presidential campaigns use it. Yeah. Uh, like, Senate or Congress people using it. Like, it's just so crazy so, how we're trying to connect with folks. How that really replaced doing tasks at a job and, yeah. like, having a set schedule yeah. in a game like Animal Crossing ha- helped so much. In that brief period of time before, it just like, I don't want to be doing this shit. So then I put it down. <laughs> just yeah. like a real job. So like, but it, it was a godsend for so many people. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be shouted out. I do think E3 2020, hands down, the biggest the biggest news that month. Don't I, you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. And hey, listen, before we get to April... I think it's a good time as ever. Take a little break and we do a little Patreon pitch. Of course, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, surviving the holidays, whatever the case may be, uh, it really does mean a lot. It really does help this show out. Keeps the lights on, makes it sound this good, make us look this great. If you head on over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, want to thank our newest members, Metal Kirby and the old Lonesome P. And also, Rich, I want to thank our platinum member, Todd Berwitz, our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez, Too Soon, and Jedi Master Ren. Our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey, Jada Svotten Metal, and Tim Ohl. Thank you all so much for being amazing patrons. And again, you can be a patron as well over at PS Trophy Room. Uh, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. Be, be a part of the Discord as well. Link down below that. We, we got some amazing yeah. people here. The Last of Us Part 2, delayed again, this time indefinitely. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. 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 That didn't last long. Ghost of Tsushima, it was also delayed. Uh, and the PlayStation 5 controller reveal. Kyle, we saw the most beautiful controller, and we didn't appreciate it again. Nope, I don't think we did it. did. They're like, oh, it's wearing pants. Oh, you can make oh. it look like Mario. <laughs> it's wearing pants. <laughs> having the controller seeing the controller now um what hey what do you feel about the reveal and now what do you feel about the controller itself i know we did a review last episode but yeah like are are you digging the controller in terms of its looks now has it grown on you there you go that's a good yeah. way to tackle it yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not one of those persons that were shaming that was shaming the dual sense for wearing pants. Uh, I th- I thought it looked cool from the beginning. Uh, the two tone was a little a little weird with the, the black and white. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it was odd having it being unveiled. I believe it was in a blog post, correct? Yes, that yeah. was a little weird. And this is where going to what you're talking about the month before of. Or two months before, actually, of what the hell are they doing with this marketing? Why aren't yeah. we give us more? Why <laughs> why don't we know more about this thing that we're going to spend hundreds of dollars on? Because mm-hmm. it was the like frustration point, was starting. Yeah, I, I think I was more fed up than you. Um, obviously, I'm the hothead. And I think I was I was getting aggravated because it's like every week Xbox is like, so when you lay it down sideways, it does a backflip. It's like, what? Come on. <laughs> you know, like it was announcing all this cool stuff. And it's just like, PlayStation, I know you got cool stuff. I'm sorry you were drinking. I was <laughs> Do a flip, Series X. Do a flip. 
okay. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, yeah, seeing it in a blog post was weird. Absolutely. And I think at the time it didn't lend itself to how big this controller is. And now holding it, I'm like, this is the best controller. Just yeah. Bar none. Seeing it behind you uh, on the on your table behind your your yeah. left shoulder. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Ooh. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Just you know, you get all your hand hand stuff on the back of it. It gets a little not gross. me. Well, <laughs> maybe I'm like Clayface when it comes to like <laughs> gross stuff out of my skin. But you know what it is. Yeah. The yeah, games yeah. that came out this month, <sighs> and then this is where part of the notes where I got a little bit too sick. Um, and the, the Dayquil really hit in, where I kind of forgot about doing the games of the month. But RE3 remake and Final Fantasy VII remake were the two uh, big ones. The PlayStation 1 love in the month of yeah. April was strong. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you liked Final Fantasy VII more dream, than RE3 dream, dream come true. Yeah, I, I really dug RE3 remake. I did think it was way too short, though. Um, but, like... Dude, that, that game, towards the end, I was like, it got crazy in the best way possible. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. towards the end of, like, Alien or Alien 2. I love when horror games just kind of do that, or, or horror experience uh, do that. So I really dug uh, RE3. I really did. I thought it was a great have, remake. Yeah. Have you ever thought about going back and playing that online portion of that game oh, right there was an <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i wonder how many people actually play that probably uh, none <laughs> yeah uh but final fantasy 7 remake my first ever final fantasy game i beat proud of it you was, it was pretty good it's pretty yeah. good chapter 14 though dying dying hole everything else though uh cloud at the honeybee honeybee in honeybee in oh my god blue dress cloud real talk <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had some lingering questions after playing that game. Ooh, QT. Uh May. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna oh, skip that part. Yeah, what, what uh, that? biggest news story of April. Oh. Controller, right? Yeah. You really uh, think Last of Us Part Two delayed indefinitely? I th- I think combining those two and seeing how COVID is affecting games and and yeah. releasing I think also it's a pretty strong case because like that one. It's permeated throughout the whole rest of the year. Just yeah. how hard and it even is to put out a game. Year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, take it. May, <laughs> gang. May was hell for us. Oh, Last of Us man. Part Two leaks online. Jeff Keighley announces the Summer Game Awards, and PlayStation Studios gets announced. And Kyle turns 33, and he's old, and he's dying. <laughs> and Kyle's turning 33, and he's old, and he's dying. Yeah, oh, man. no. <laughs> oh, no. Kyle, how do we tackle this? So, Jeff Keeley announces the Summer Game Awards. Do you or think fest. the Summer Game Awards are, are coming out or, or making a return? I know we, we talked about it a little bit before, but I don't think so. I do think it's going to go some something like an E3, but digital. Yeah, I think what will stick around from the Summer Game Fest is um, the smaller ones. Sure. So, like, the the Day of the Devs, the Wholesome Games, Mm -hmm. um, some of the the smaller presentations, I think, will stick around for sure. Absolutely. But when it comes to getting, like, big gets of having a a Tony Hawk reveal 
right. um, on its own, a crash reveal on its own. That will probably stay towards a digital E3. This is also where we saw the Unreal Engine uh, yeah, 5, man. where we got to see the glimpse of what the PlayStation 5 can do. Yeah. And honestly, that global illumination fucking holds up well. Yeah, it does. It's real pretty. Real pretty. So that is an important hallmark for PlayStation, for sure. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Studios getting announced, so now we have this brand associated with all the PlayStation first-party exclusives akin to the Xbox Studios. Yeah. That's a big one, because that's going to last decades, one would, one would think, with all the PlayStation stuff we'll be getting over the years. Yeah. That one's huge. But what makes The Last of Us Leaks Online a big a big thing? Because I, I see you, and I immediately think, like, with your facial expression, this is the biggest story this month for you. Absolutely. Because yeah. it was such a stressful time. Yeah. And that sounds stupid to say, because there's way more important things that stresses us out, yeah. especially this year. But... My most anticipated game, The Last of Us Part Two, uh, uh, from a studio I love, a a the first game which I adore and one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time, before two. Yeah. Knowing that there are leaks that spoil that experience, and for you to be like Kyle, don't go on YouTube, don't tweet from our Twitter. I'm protecting you. I already got it spoiled. It's like. Stay yeah. the fuck away. Yeah. <laughs> also, also put a lot of stress on me because a, I wanted to to, to see. <laughs> B, I felt like that was putting more stress on you, and I I was dragging the show no. down that way. No. And three, just trying to avoid it as much as possible, and it still didn't freaking work. Thanks, yeah. GameStop, for the Funko <laughs> Pop of a certain character, which I'm not going to spoil in case you haven't played this game. <laughs> Thanks, Commenter, who decided to go to GameStop and ruin it. Um, yeah. That was huge, because this, going into, I think, what we've been dealing with the last month or so, just is really highlighting how shitty gamers are. And, yeah. and, and why... We need to do better and call these people out and get them the fuck out of our communities. Yeah. 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 Like, you you, you cannot like this game. That's fine. You can yeah, absolutely. Whatever. But to just, like, be douches about it, ruin the game for other people, or, you know, go after devs and make belittle their work. Go fuck yourself. You don't know how long it takes to make a game. Like, I'm never... I that Like, I, I was having this talk. I forget with whom, but, like, I... I like, I don't think I could ever be a reviewer because I can't talk about something I dislike. Because for me, I that gives me anxiety because I'm, I know I'm hurting someone's feelings. Yeah. Like, I know someone way more talented than me made something, and I'm hurting that person. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's why I only talk about things I like. Or, yeah. or usually, hopefully, nine times out of ten. So, like, seeing this online, and yeah, like... Kyle, I wanted to protect you. <laughs> you like, did a fantastic job. Thank you. I remember we have we were just like I was just like, listen, I'm not even going to put your at on. on yeah, this. no, because <laughs> I want one d-, d bag to be like, you know, Ellie does a backflip. When yeah, at the me. end of the show, you were like, you you didn't even ask me to pimp out my stuff. You were like, no, Kyle, don't. We no. don't want one person coming in here and thinking yeah. it's funny. Yeah. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was a lot. And to see all the devs get so much shit, they, they, they are the all stars. Like, we don't do like the, the devs of 2020 because I feel like everybody should be highlighted. They Absolutely. did a, tre- a tremendous job. Here highlights how amazing devs are and we should mm-hmm. respect them and the work they do. So Absolutely. yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And also the leaks didn't ruin the game for me. I nope. still like it more than the first game. So yeah. suck it. <laughs> and as, as far as, uh, games for the month of May, shout out to Man Eater. I needed that game so bad in 2020 up to that point. Just yeah. being a dumb game of being a shark and eating people. Like, hell yes. I needed it. Shout out to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Or not, sorry. <laughs> that would be crazy if I got Valhalla. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Man, oh man. What a game. Cassandra. I love her so much. She's one of my favorite protagonists of all time. She's also, and, and before we get into the second half of the yeah. year... Uh, shout out to uh, Days Gone, a game I finally went back to earlier this year that I really loved. And we just rediscovered, or not, I already knew this, but you discovered your love for Uncharted Lost Legacy this year. Oh my goodness gracious. The best Uncharted. I can't believe it. It's so good. I missed out. <gasps> I, or was gonna. Oh my god. Yeah. Let's talk about June. June's, uh, June's, June's a month. June's probably June's the roughest one. Mm-hmm. Um... And you're right, gamers are awful. So there's going to be like three comments on YouTube. I can what, guess it now. What you got to make this podcast political? Guess what? Agenda. 2020 <laughs> year in general is the most political year yeah. of all fucking time. <laughs> so get over it. Get used to it. The PlayStation 5 event is delayed because of Black Lives Matter. Let me tell you, first and foremost, Black Lives do matter. Absolutely. If you hate that, you hate me saying that. Yeah. You don't belong here. See ya. Goodbye. Yeah. Have a nice yeah. one. Or l- don't, l- don't have l- a nice l- one, actually. Let's let's That's also shout out Trans Lives Matter. Yeah. Black Trans Lives Matter. Yeah. LGBTQAI plus non-binary folks, all their lives matter. There you go. Like, if you, if you can't understand that, see you later. There's the door. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, all right. Cool. Yeah, again, we're sitting here. We're having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Retrospective on the year. We just love yeah. everybody. We respect everybody. E L E. Everybody love everybody. Yeah, yeah. If you can't, name that, name that movie. <laughs> name that movie, Joe. E L E. Everybody love everybody. I'm too sick. What is it? Will Ferrell's Semi Pro. Oh my God! You just call me a JT, Kyle. <laughs> I love this move by by PlayStation. Yeah. Because they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this import this moment is more important than us. So we're going to let this moment have the oxygen in the room. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. That is really props up to them. I want to thank also Emmett that came on that episode with us and had a dialogue with us. Absolutely. fan fucking looking, so you. Looking back on our year of yeah. 2020 here, that is an episode I will always look back on and be proud of because yep. that was such an important and incredibly tough conversation to have and uh i'm glad we did it yep i that honestly that is my favorite episode of the show um mm-hmm. because that's why we have this platform if we if we're just ha- goofing around that's fun that's great you know and and i like to think that we're all friends here but like there are times when we have to have that talk with each other we got to get real with each other absolutely and um and i'm so i'm so lucky that we got to have this conversation and so many people 
you know, whether it's through DMs, whether it's through the Discord, wherever I have you, you're like, thank you for having this conversation. Because, like, you're right, Kyle. This is a very political year. We're a PlayStation podcast. Mm-hmm. The fact that people need this, need for me to say Black Lives Matter, is telling that the people that are way more capable than me aren't speaking yeah. up on that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so thank you. The PS5 event then happens about, what is it, a week or two after? Yep. And I put up, whoop, 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 whoop. We needed this. I think in <laughs> the age of the Rona, we needed this little stupid event. Which one was this? This was, um, this was the, this was the whole reveal. This was the whole kit and caboodle. This is, you know, the Miles. The Ratchet. Oh, yeah. The, the, okay. the console reveal. I, <laughs> I remember coming out of the console reveal going, huh, this <laughs> design. I remember both of those going, huh, all right. <laughs> Not even that, but being blown away that they beat Xbox at an all-digital console unveiling before Xbox. Yes. When that wasn't even thought of, I feel like, in PlayStation Land. Dude, our reactions to that, I wish we still had it. I know. I really do. Yeah. Um, but I don't even know what happened to it. <laughs> but yeah, like, ha- like that blew our mind. Um, awesome. And like Miles, Miles, I think I broke the audio <laughs> with all the cursing. That event. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Actually, you know what, Joe? I actually do think we have it. I think it's archived somewhere. Well, you know, I'll check Twitch. Because I went back and I found the moment where I called out that that was the OS system and that oh, noise yeah, 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 yeah. months later. So I, I think it's there somewhere. Let me ask you something. Out of this event, what is the thing that sticks out to you the most? Oh, man. Just insomniac coming out swinging. <laughs> Dude. Miles <laughs> filed up by Ratchet and, and the Miles saying holiday 2020. Get Insomniac, stop it. You're too good to us. Stop it. <laughs> Again, as like you were awful to everybody. We really don't deserve Insomniac. No, we don't. They're just a beautiful group of developers. They're just wonderful. Yeah. We don't deserve them. We don't nope. deserve them. Not at all. Yeah, that one's, that one's definitely... I think that highlight, I needed that the most. I think this event, for me, probably one of the biggest things this year. Mm-hmm. For sure. Hey, remember... <laughs> When Warner Brothers was gonna get, like be bought by like everybody, yeah, how nervous I was on this show. Yeah, oh man, does it? It pales into comparison. Another thing that was bought a few months later. Oh, we'll talk about that in a few. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then the games that came out this month. I think it's. I mean, we can we gotta talk about it. the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an experience. That's a game. Um, love it, hate it. Like, like what we were, what I was saying last show is every decision makes sense, whether you hate the mm-hmm. decision or not. I it makes I, sense. I remember doing the road to greatness with you on this, yeah. and you were f- all one hundred percent prepared to try to poke holes in it. And you were like, "Well, this doesn't fucking make sense." And then I was like, "Joe, it, <laughs> it kind of does," mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I could see it in your face, like. Yeah, I love this way more than I was prepared to hate on this thing. Yeah. And like you said, I don't know if this was on the episode last week or not, but 
there are certain scenes that you just go back and watch just because it's so freaking powerful yep. since release. This game has a hold on me and it's never going to go somewhere because it is so freaking powerful, beautiful, yeah. gripping. Like it's insane get, what Naughty Dog did. Yeah, and I, I definitely feel like this is not a game you marathon. I no. feel like you do yourself a disservice by marathoning it. Yep. Because this is something that really gives you all the emotions. It takes you on this roller coaster where definitely in this year, I feel like if, if COVID wasn't a thing, people would be looking way higher on this game. Absolutely. But because COVID is, we're already just so, ooh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Low. There's already real life despair. Yes. And so you're seeing it in actuality. You're like, oh man, this is probably what it's going to be like in like, I don't know, October this year. <laughs> this is what Black Friday will be like this year. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, I I love The Last of Us Part 2, and I say it, and I, I mean it. It's better than the first game. Oh, my God. Um, I love it so much. I get teary-eyed whenever I talk about that game. Yeah. Again, I know I'm a fanboy, whatever. What out of all, <laughs> all these stories <laughs> is the one that is is the... It's the, the most here. It's the most important. Well, most important is PlayStation taking a stand and delaying for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, but being a fanboy and fan of PlayStation, finally, finally seeing the console and getting some details of what we're playing on it mm-hmm. is on a completely different spectrum from the very way more important things. Yeah. Was awesome to have. We got finally got to see goodbye Volcano High. Hell yeah, man. Which I'm already going to guess the end of that game. You're at graduation, and then one of the volcanoes erupts, and then a meteor. It's going, <laughs> it's going to be like the end of the, the show Dinosaurs. Do you remember that show? How that show ended? Yep. It's fucking depressing. Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> How about this? Let's get out of despair. Let's enter July. Let's do it. The Xbox Showcase BB is what I wrote down. <laughs> And this is where you can see the fever dream hit these notes. <laughs> Kyle, we're a bunch of PlayStation fanboys. Right? Yeah. I hate uh-huh. everything Xbox. I love them. I think they're the worst. I think in a few years there'll be nothing more but ash and dust. Right. I think Phil Spencer's a big dork. <laughs> yeah. It's... He's so handsome and I hate that he's so handsome and good looking. I can't believe I have to throw out everything green because Xbox just co-opted it. Like it's Yep. yep. <sighs> God, also, not gonna lie, that's why I bought a blue one. <laughs> Dude, I really like the Xbox Showcase. I yeah, it was, it was great. great. I think though, looking back on it, yeah, there's a lot of CG trailers, and not a whole lot of things that look like gameplay. Mm-hmm. But um, they Halo came out swinging. Me, yeah, they came out swinging. Okay, knowing what we know about Halo, I think that would be like the base thing. If this, if we were on the Xbox driver in the absolutely, minivan. yeah. Halo being the, just the journey it's been on. You're not a big Halo fan. What did you think about yet. that gameplay review? I would say yet. I'm not going to hate on Halo. Cortana. <laughs> it's me, the chief. <laughs> How did you feel about the event? <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. I, I, I or, think I'm sorry, the, uh, the Halo reveal. The, oh, the Halo reveal? I thought it looked super fun. Um, It looked like from what I watched of Halo growing up, having not actually played through it, Mm -hmm. um, it looked like it would have been 
a killer launch lineup yeah. title yeah. and the absolute best reason to own an Xbox, hands down. Yep. And you see what, whatever the um, as well. Yeah. Whatever his face aside. Craig, Craig, Craig yeah. <laughs> face aside, whatever. It looked like it was fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes out next year, oh my god, I saw those those in-game shots with the visors and everything. That looks yeah. crunchy. Mm-hmm. All right, enough about this Xbox love. Again, they suck. I hate them. <laughs> uh, is Spider-Man Miles Morales coming to the PS4 in a brief stint in We Believe in Generations? Um, what a line. What a something that... One of the many things Jim Ryan regrets he says. Yeah. That was... Well, that was a fucking lie. <laughs> to all of it. Because we both don't mind it. Yeah. Right? We don't yeah. care. More people get to play the game. It's fine. But, like, the fact that you said it and that you immediately showed that it's not really a, a strong belief, mm-hmm. um, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Does it take away that Miles Morales is one of the best games I've played this year? Absolutely. Yeah. If people were worried that <clears throat> when it comes to Horizon being on both, worried about that quality, don't. <laughs> It's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what has me hopeful for like things like Halo Infinite. It's just like, if you give the game time, if you give the game, the developers time to breathe, you treat them with respect, you don't crunch them over time, maybe that game's going to come out real good. Maybe it's going to yeah. come out real neat. Um, and I think with Horizon having so much time in the oven and, you know, I, I really think that that game's going to come out. It's going to be great whether you're playing it on PS4. I think it's going to be even greater on PS5. Yep. Um. Yeah, so what do you think's bigger here? The Xbox Showcase, remember we're a PlayStation show, or <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> PS4 and the brief belief in Generations? Um, This is tough. Right? I mean, even though this is a PlayStation show, I think the Showcase was really good. Okay. okay. Well, Everybody I mean, direct your you, hate mail towards Kyle. Do you disagree? No, I'm just glad you said okay. it so that one, <laughs> right. one person in the YouTube comments can yell at you, not me. <laughs> Bring it on. Hey, yeah. by the way, I'm yeah. a massive fan of Mass Facts. Let's take that. stop it. Kill me. <laughs> Games. The true game of the year goes to Tsushima. Okay. What a game. I, I'm not going to hate on you for this, but I'm getting real sick and tired of you inserting your voice <laughs> and trying to drive up those votes. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just trying whoops. to give it a fair fight. Whoops. <laughs> I'm not uh, telling people to go vote for the true game of the year that is Ghost of Tsushima. I wouldn't say go vote for Ghost of Tsushima. I, I, I would can't not even say continue. vote for Ghost of Tsushima for the Trophy Room Awards. I wouldn't say that. Vote with your heart. And yeah. if it's ghosts, then it's ghosts. It's fine. But like, exactly. don't let this this man sure tell you what to vote for. Yeah. Uh, what a game! I love it so much. It's it's amazing. What Sucker Punch did after Infamous, and then doing a completely different game with nothing really supernatural at all. It was very grounded. Uh, yeah. Absolutely stunning. It is a phenomenal game, and like we were. We were very spoiled in PlayStation Land. Yep. For for Last of Us in June, Ghost in July, August, we had another big game that we sunk a lot of hours into. Like, yep. it's just, yeah, like Ghost to me 
I like I talk to you because I think a lot about game of the year towards the yeah. end of the year. I really go back and forth. But like knowing that I believe under seventy people worked on this game, and how many times do we get like a vision like this, like authentic to from what we've heard and from what you know people keep saying, authentic to the 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 world in which it's based in, in terms of like it being in Japan, like having Japan Studio help make sure that this game was authentic to the 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 country was awesome. And it at the same time playing on the folklore and just man, how polished, how a love letter to all the samurai movies. And that's the thing, is like you could boil this down and be reductive and say, oh, it's a better Assassin's Creed game. Sure, but like what is able to achieve like how many times do we get a good samurai, you know, game? Yeah. You really just don't. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love that game so much. August. <laughs> oh. Halo Infinite delayed out of launch. We talked a little bit about that, right? Yep. Oof, oof. We see it here till still to this day. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing it on Doritos, you're seeing it on your Mountain Dew. If you're an Xbox fan, it gets it a little sad. Ninja got a gravity hammer. That's kind of bullshit. Master Chief's in a Fortnite. Um yeah, Halo is supposed to be an appearance for sure. Now it ain't. And I think that we're going to see this, not let's say like PlayStation dominating, but PlayStation really taking the headlines still for the next year or so because we're going to see, you know, game, hopefully games like Ratchet, games like Returnal hit when they're supposed to hit and give those reasons as to why you should buy PlayStation. Where, like, honestly, I've played my Series X a bit. Not gonna lie to you, mm-hmm. but like I picked it up for the first time in like a week. Just PlayStation has had my time. If Halo was on on that system, I don't know. I'd be very yeah. torn on what I'd be playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortnite the Apple. Remember that? You think about I this? do. It's, it's when uh, Epic showed its whole ass <laughs> eventually. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I mean, I'm all for what Fortnite was trying to do for mm-hmm. Apple, but I feel like a lot of things happened after this just kind of soured me on Epic as a whole, and Tim yes. Sweeney in general, yeah, specifically, yeah, uh, same here as well. I think uh, they got a little bit too bullish. Mm-hmm. Apple kind of showed them that they're a trillion dollar company, and uh, it kind of got embarrassed for them and how to try to use consumers to angle in such a way to have big conglomerates fight against each other was just kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, WB Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad get shown off at the DC showcase. The fandom. Um, fandom. So what about the fandom uh, sticks out to you, my man? Uh, I mean, just the presentation alone, how yeah. it felt like it was every hour um, was on a specific thing. So, like, there was a Gotham Knights hour, there was a, a Rocksteady hour, there was, mm-hmm. you know, an hour for Wonder Woman, for Matt Reeves' Batman, which, oh my god. Um, so, like, I loved how it was, like, mini podcasts linked together all on right. a specific thing, which, going back to what we talked about earlier, how E3 might run, like, if they do that for this, and just have a PlayStation Day, a 12-hour block of, like, yeah, you'll see... A traditional E3 style right. PlayStation conference, but before that, you have like dev 
devs talking about their games. Like a retrospective on Ghost or A Last of Us or like I would be I'd be glued to my seat all day. Like I I would watch the whole thing. And then we have Fall Guys. That's a game you're playing. Yes. Honestly, I think this takes the news as well. Fortnite just took over video games it for did. a good solid two months, and it's still going strong, man. Like Season now we have private matches. Back. Yeah, mm-hmm. like awesome. Although awesome. I will say, I don't know. When was the last time you logged on to it, Joe? Uh, when we did our little th- no, four days ago. Okay, before season three. Okay, Bye. now I logged in today, uh-huh. and the ninja costume was put up in the store because he did the charity thing that they were doing. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna, I and now ninja, everyone and their mother is wearing a ninja costume and it makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for uh, a good it's, cause, right? It's all like... It's, no, it's for a great cause. It's yeah. just like everyone's wearing it and it's yeah. just, it bums me out. Yeah. Ninja's a tool. Anyway, but you don't know. He's not. No. You gotta stop being that. That's true. It's cool because you did it for a good thing. It is know? true. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think that I think that goes. I think that takes. Yeah, Fall Guys is the the thing for that month for sure. Okay, September. How are we gonna tackle this shit? <laughs> September was a year in itself. Things happened. So the Xbox Series S and X were revealed and priced. Remember, it got leaked and shit, Kyle. So that's where it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got leaked. I remember <laughs> midnight. Around there, it got leaked, or like 11. We saw the Series X or S, and we are like, whoa, that thing is small. Yeah. And seeing its price, 299 to 599 or sorry, 499 Um, Xbox handled it like champs, man. Yeah. Shout out to that PR team for literally confirming it at 3 a.m. in the morning and then having a video ready by 9. Like, not the way you want to announce it. But mm-hmm. you have to roll with the punches, not pretend it doesn't exist. So, mm-hmm. shout out to them. Um, versus <laughs> the PlayStation 5 Showcase, a pre-order disaster. Kyle, while I have a coughing fit, uh, talk about the Showcase and then the pre-order uh, hootenanny that happened after. Yeah, I, I think the Showcase was pretty solid. You, you, you had Miles gameplay for the first time. You had a, a couple of really exciting um, surprises for me, like Hogwarts, uh, the Hogwarts game finally being unveiled, the dream game of mine. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, my God, there was another big thing. Ragnarok being shown? Thank you. Yes, yeah. ending with Ragnarok. And, huh. whoo, that was hype. Um, but <laughs> then you get into the pre-order thing where as soon as we were done – me getting worried about not finding a pre-order, which, spoiler alert, is still happening for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, me calling my GameStop, realizing they had just a few select quota to, to be able to pre-order, and then book it. Drive 15 minutes, <laughs> made it there in like seven. <laughs> like, barely got there in time before the line formed. So, a- yeah. after them saying, like, we will tell you, we will give you adequate time to plan out your pre-order thing, which was not true at all. Nope. Retailers just jumped the gun. And now it seems like both of them have kind of given up. Yep. Even going, okay, so we're going to have one in five minutes. No. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. 
And we have five. It's kind of like the Joker scene. But just imagine Jim Ryan's face as the Joker going, we're going to have tryouts. And breaking the pool <laughs> stick, throwing it on the floor. You know? Best uh-huh. of luck to you, Emmett. Hope you get it. <laughs> yeah, please. Always root for him. Always root yep, for him. Always. So, yeah. that What a disaster of a pre-order. It was bad. And honestly, it's... It's not, I would say, oh, that's why I was about to say, that's why it's the story of the month for me. But no. no. It's not even. Like, no. we could talk about Amazon Luna. That's cute. The reason sure. why I have it here is, like, who knows what this thing's going to be? Like, sure. honestly, who, who knows? Amazon's already a thing that a lot of people have with Prime. Yeah. So it, it's, I think, a little bit different different from Stadia where Stadia. so many people already use Prime. Yeah. So if it's tied to that in any way, it's way easier for people to get into it. Yeah. Um, and Jeff Bezos just owns half the world at this point. Yeah. And then, like, Tom Tomlin and the whole Spider-Man remaster uh, controversy. Uh, <laughs> what We look back and, like, what small issues we had. I Honestly, love how you take it and you, it's not even the correct last name. <laughs> it's supposed to be Tom Tomlin, not Tomlin. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Again, your uh, your your medication was starting to show. <laughs> yeah. But it really is the biggest story of the month. Yeah, hands down. Xbox acquires Bethesda. What the fuck Good. is going on? Oh my god. We still Insane. don't know what this is. What this means. Like no. you got investors saying, Oh, don't worry, it'll be on other things. And then you have Xbox going, Well, we'll play it by ear. Like Xbox acquiring Bethesda for seven point four billion dollars more than star wars more than marvel (laughs) like that is it really does show you xbox is here to stay yeah and uh and i think this is uh something i'm a little bit worried i think we cheer now and i think we're gonna look back on that maybe we don't as much because i think this does spell the beginning of consolidation of the marketplace like, if Google enters and they go, okay, you know what? We want to do this for realsies this time. Uh, how much is 2K? They're going to buy it. You know, oh, Jeff God. Bezos owns half the world. He's in every single room. He's with you when you sleep. That's how he sleeps. Yeah. He's a hive mind. He, if he wants to make Luna truly competitive, he could walk over and buy EA tomorrow. Yeah. And I, so I think as we cheer for... The, Xbox acquiring Bethesda, I do think we do need to take a step back and go, is this really what we want? Huge companies buying up other huge companies and making the industry a bit smaller. Yeah. Like, to take the PlayStation thing out of the way, because real talk, I'm going to be open and honest with you guys. I'm going to be playing every Bethesda game on Xbox now. It's on Game Pass. Cool. That helps my buck at the very point in time, but like, long term... Kind of scary. I don't know. Your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot when it happened. I'm still very bummed because I like playing my Wolfenstein on my PlayStation. And even seeing how this affects uh, games that were in the showcase a couple months earlier, Deathloop and Ghostwire, where those were supposed to be exclusive to PlayStation and them still honoring that, but... In that weird kind of thing, like, is it going to say published by Xbox on a PlayStation game? Or mm-hmm. it's it's wild that they just bought up so many freaking studios. And whereas I know this is probably not the best take, and I'm I think a couple people have yelled at me about this, but like, Grr. 
I would have much rather have seen them take that money and create brand new studios and, and really grow them from the ground up sure. instead of just snatching up well established things. Right. Um, like what kind they of were like, doing kind of like, what was that? Like kind of what they were doing in the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah buy these like double A developers and fuse them with cash. I, I'm totally yeah. with you there. Uh, well, like, um, cause we, we've discussed this where like, I'm, Totally okay with PlayStation buying Insomniac because right. of Insomniac's track record and history with PlayStation. Like, it yeah. makes sense. And, yeah, there is Bethesda history with Xbox. It's leaning more towards that way, too. But that is not just one studio. That is yeah. several. And a whole freaking E3 press conference has been bought up. And it's just gone. Like, yeah. that's little. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, and again, it gets me scared for the day where Jeff Bezos is side by side with Yves Gamont, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And like like Jeff Bezos walks on stage with Yves, they're all smiling. He's like, all right, puppet, talk. And then he starts talking, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing I'm scared of. Really yeah. am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, call it a Bernie Sanders nightmare that I have, but I have it. So it's, there it is. There it is. I uh, think that is the biggest story of the, yeah. of the month for sure. And as far as games go... Um... Avengers released in September, and what a disappointment Avengers was. Man, hot dang! Tony Hawk came out. Tony well. Hawk too, yeah. That wasn't a disappointment. That was no. one of the. That was dope. what a masterpiece of a game. Oh my goodness mm-hmm. gracious! Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. October, kind of a uh, kind of blank here. We're still uh, we're still talking about this first one, really. Yep, 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 yep. Cyberpunk goes gold. LOL. Nope. Coming <laughs> December tenth. I remember it was originally we, what November seventeenth. November nineteenth. Nineteenth. And then and then like a week after them announcing it goes gold, they're like, um, wait. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna have to crunch. And you're like, oh shit. Mm. Like for a month, you think like, how's that gonna iron out all the bugs? Spoiler alert. It doesn't. I think um, they added more to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The latest hot patch didn't patch anything. It breaks your game even more. Oh, God. The PS5 UI reveal. As you can see, we're getting close to the point where there's not a lot of news because the news is happening in November. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So what is the bigger thing here, Kyle? Uh, I Obviously, the cyberpunk. Yeah. I think if we were like on the roller coaster when it comes to CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk this year, it's like this is right at the very top. Yeah, we're about to go down. We're we're about to go down on the other (laughs) side of this drop and really get into the weeds. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There was a lot of games in in October. Um, you know, like Watch Dogs, Crash, um Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Squadrons. Mm-hmm. What was the game that spoke to you this month? Oh man, I don't Looking know. Back. I don't right, because this is like the calm before the storm. Like, why get into anything? But you know what game I almost forgot? Ghost of Tsushima Legends, the game that keeps giving. Oh yeah, there you go. What that a was really mode. good. Oh, what a good little surprise we Let needed. Let me see what what game did I play in October? I'm trying to I'm trying to find my get my list up. Because I remember you really like Crash. I did. I, I really, really, really do like Crash. And you're like, it's really, really hard, but I'm really, really digging it. 
And I was uh, like, oh, yeah, should I get it? You're like, no, you're dumb. And you, your hands are stupid. I'm like, oh. Was, uh, was October 4 gone? When mean? I was f- first in the world at Platinuming Foregon? Yes! Was that right. October? That is October. Your first of the world. Your first ever first of the world Platinum of yeah. the Vigi game. Look at you, Kyle. That's great. You'll love to see it. Love to uh, see it. November. Oh, boy. Or November. For Spanish speakers out there. What up? Mm. I see you. Uh, I'm sorry, ancestors. <laughs> I know, I probably butchered that one. My grandpa looking down like, I don't know you. <laughs> PS5 and the Xbox box launches. Maybe $70 games are, are here we go. Obviously, this is the biggest thing. Yeah, right? for sure. And we've we've been at length here. Best launch ever. Yep. I loved it. The, uh, and maybe it is because of this year of just like, how shitty things were that we just needed something to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and they, this only happened a month ago, and it feels like three. And to think, Joe, a yeah. month ago, right? Yeah. Month the hundreds of hours that we've used on this console already in a month is yeah, kind of crazy. Over 67 hours in Demon Souls. Uh-huh. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to show what a man. I will I will always remember that day because of how weird it was, but like waiting for a FedEx truck and, yeah. and that, like you know, real world shit just was took a backseat for just a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh having this was was something I I really needed. Absolutely. Hitman devs. Are making a 007 game, baby. IO Interactive, let's go. <laughs> now I understand what you meant by the notes are a little drug <laughs> infused. Yeah, man. Dude, just uh, again, so awesome. Get yeah. A 007 I game. can't wait for that. Oh, so dope. All right. Here we go. December. And games, just the launch lineup. Yeah, just the launch lineup. Astro Bot is the highlight. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's too good. December or December A. Oh, yeah, I'm nailing it. <laughs> nailing it. Uh, also, yes. wait, no, is that December? Uh oh. What happened? When did when did we get a code for Immortals? Was that December? That was late November. Okay. Shout out to Immortals. Great game. Yeah. Go 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 play that game, please. Seriously, it's only forty bucks right now. I think. Please. It's seriously so good. It's so. We're gonna good. be talking about it next week for a little bit for. Uh, for the for the most anticipated games, but I think I also want to throw in a few for uh, you know the underdogs of Absolutely. the year, the biggest surprises. That that game definitely one of them. December, Kratos and the Master Chief come to a fork knife, and Daryl and Michonne from Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, how crazy is this? Where I got to play as a Master Chief on the PlayStation Five with Mimir. With Mimir, <laughs> and then his his um his glider was the Millennium Falcon. That's what he. Wow, Fortnite! I just here's a boggles my mind that we're in this time in history where video games are play nice with each other. Yeah, here's a completely original thought that I made and n- none of my friends made, just me. Uh huh. Fortnite. The reason why it's so cool 
is it's literally action figures a game. Again, this is me verbatim, not anybody else yeah. throwing this out. Yeah, it's the first time I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, like, seriously, it's like you're playing with your action figures on the sandbox. Because I'll be playing with as Kratos, and I'll see Master Chief right beside me, gliding along together. Like, it is just so crazy how Fortnite has just become a marketing, uh, another side of marketing for so many folks. Mm-hmm. And how successful it is at doing that. It's crazy. It does, it does make me very sad. Why? That there are some kids out there, like, when they see the next God of War game, <laughs> like, oh, there's the guy from Fortnite! <laughs> yep. That makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> um, he doesn't, he, he does not do the floss. <laughs> like he does in, <laughs> in the original game, Forkknife. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it... It makes me feel old when, like you said last week, where you know, like Sackboy's gonna is someone's, you know, Mario sixty four. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like Matt Damon at the end of, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan. So yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. Last of Us Part Two dominates the Game Awards. Now that seems more recent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, again, very happy that it dominated. Mm-hmm. Just would love to see a little bit more diversity. I hope, I hope, like, real talk, I hope the Trophy Room Awards is not like everyone's The Last of Us. I want some diversity in there. Yeah. You know? But again, well-deserved. And then CD Projekt Red gets cyberpunked. PlayStation delists the game. Offers you full refunds. Xbox follows a similar suit where it's allowing all refunds. Doesn't matter how, how long you played it. And... On the store, it says that this game might be might be bug filled, and Best Buy is also offering returns on this game. Mm-hmm. Wow! Might as well just call this month a C December Project Red because <laughs> it really has taken over the month of yeah. just like the antis- anticipation of it finally getting our hands on this game after eight years, right? Yeah. Coming out and just being so disappointed and seeing how it didn't run well on consoles at all and even bugs on the PC side of things, even before people got to play it, the once again, the community showing its whole ass and and attacking Callie and Liana for doing great journalism in games and just come on. It's been a very unnecessarily heavy month. Yeah. Where it feel or at times, Joe, I'll be completely honest. I'm tired of being a gamer and being looped in with these fucks. Yep. Excuse my language, but like I'm tired. I just like let me let us just enjoy the thing that brings so much joy to so many people and you're just sucking the fun out of it. <laughs> and it's I okay to it. admit that even if you like the game, it yeah, has faults, it has problems. Absolutely. We can't be like so just bourgeois like oh these people are whiners it works well for me so fuck everyone else it's like no like you're right and uh, you know what we're renaming it it's the cyberpunk side (laughs) because you have it where you know the game the the game's uh review uh is only on the pc build Mm -hmm. Uh, reviewers don't get a code until the day before and then you you know cd project red's pretty much quiet on people like kaylee and Thankfully, not so much on Liana because they, they do put out a thing in the beginning of the game where it might, and it looks like they have fixed the things that yeah. might induce uh, epilepsy uh, or epileptic seizures. And, and, you know, 
seeing them get so much trash because they rated it or, or Kaylee rated it a seven and then Callie. having a, or Kaylee, um, Callie, Callie. um, having it, having people then a week later going, you know, maybe she was right. Oh, it's like, you gotta oh. be out of your fucking mind. Every time I think about that, I want to flip my desk. Yeah. Every single time. That makes me so angry. And I think the technical difficulties of this game are overshadowing real conversations that we could be having, a real discourse that we could be having around this game. Again, like, yeah, the game does not work. It should not have come out. Right now, there's like a class action lawsuit within the company itself. To I, I think it's a, a bunch of suits want to sue the upper management because of their return on investment because this game was rushed to market. Again, like you're seeing it pulled from the PlayStation Store. That's a huge freaking deal. That is, that's never happened. We see what, like Journey of the Black Tiger is still on their store, whatever that horrible game is called. But Cyberpunk just pulled down. Because Cyberpunk shining a light on PlayStation's awful return policy. All that said and done, though, the technical difficulties with this game overshadow some things like some troublesome uh, depictions of, like, Latinos. Look, I'm Hispanic. There is a gang in that game called the Valentinos. Their mission is that they're not harmful to anyone but husbands and boyfriends of pretty women. And, And it makes me think of, like, what does... What does CD Projekt Red think of me? Then you know, like, like I, I, I have like a taco in one hand and a banjo in the other, and wearing like a Moroccan outfit. Like, what, what, what are you, what are we doing here, right? You know, the way that they do depict trans people is troublesome, and you know, at the same exact time, I'm into this game, right? Like, I want to be into this game. Like, there might be some problematic things in this thing, but I may still love it. I'm still into it. Right. And we could have those conversations. We could have those deeper, deeper things of what the true flaws of this game are. Look, and that's fine. If you, if you love something, you got to be critical of it. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing when I look, take a look at the Star Wars fandom and how many gates we have up. And I'm always just like, everybody just come in. You like Star Wars? Cool. I don't care where the fuck you started, where you're ending. You're here. You belong here. See, that's why I love you because there are so many, I so badly, so badly want to get more into it. Yeah, but I always see people be like, "Well, you're not a real Star Wars fan because you like Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, you 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 suck. Like you yeah. don't belong here." Then that makes me now want to engage in the products and yeah. the content of it. It sucks, and because you see that that the, that the community is shitty. Like, look, I don't like the Last Jedi. I don't think it's like this immaculate, you know, beautiful thing. I think it's a very flawed movie that has a lot of holes. That really, my biggest hung up is how. Where where the movie starts, but if you walk in going, you know what, this is my favorite Star Wars movie. Awesome, you're here because you now you're loving the thing on a different different way that yeah. I do. Yeah, and that's fair, and you can do that with Cyberpunk. We walked in on this long rant trying to bring it home here. On this, you have to be on my side mentality, mm-hmm. and it's so funny how gamers we flip the page of like, okay, every, all reviews are bought out because they're. It's only eights and ups. And you get the one game that everybody was excited for, get, getting not perfect scores, quite the opposite, and going, whoa, 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 this is wrong because I'm emotionally invested. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. No, that's not how you act. You can be disappointed like I am and demand mm-hmm. refunds and, and shine a light on some of the really shitty things. Like, you, there was multiple, there was, there was a, a meeting between devs 
and and management and devs going, why the fuck did you say this game was playable in January? Yeah. And knowing that there was no actual deadline for this game mm-hmm. and them just putting it out like for, for almost no rhyme or reason. Shameful on CD. Yeah. And I think they really did destroy their good name, but look, we could get uh, blue in the face here about it. Already. I, I, I yeah, before we move on from this, I do want to sure. circle back just really quickly to you being, getting back on the whole, like, being ashamed of being a gamer and loving yeah. what we love, which are video games. Yeah. And how when people see the video game community, they see the toxic people that make it not fun and calling people names and, mm-hmm. and you know, being upset that a teammate isn't as good as they are and really, like, lashing out at them, whatever. Right. We need to really work hard gamers our community not that our community is bad at all but like we need to set the example and and highlight and uplift communities like spawn on me like able gamers like like uh people who uh do extra life every year like people who are actively making gaming a better place yeah we need to highlight them and yeah. support them. Zombie kills. Yeah. Uh, uh, I kind of funny. He's doing a great job. The, the second half of the year of highlighting smaller voices. Like mm-hmm. we need to praise them and uplift them and make sure that things are still going in this direction. Cause that's the only way it's going to fix it. And one yeah. other story that happened last week or two weeks ago of the big three coming together and creating a plan to make communities safer and better, and I'm looking, for, I'm looking a little bit more hopeful on the future of this. And so, like next year, we don't have to deal with this shit. Or two years from now, it's, right. it's becoming less commonplace for a dickhead to. Sh- I'm saying a lot this episode, but I love saying it, showing it their whole ass. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want that to happen anymore. I just want to yeah. have discussions about games on the merit of the games yep. not on on your hatred or your outside not your personal shit. bias yes and maybe getting uncomfortable and having real conversations even some you may not agree which all, is all about bringing everybody into the fold and a and I know it's a way easier said than done, but like I'll I'll echo that. It's like seeing places like GameSpot, seeing seeing people uh, places like IGN, like showcase people of color in, in really awesome mm-hmm. ways as well, and having more of them as as not just like guests, but like having them on the host and yeah. having them on on camera because that does mean a lot to a lot of people. It means a lot to me for sure. Yeah. Um. That said, uh, yeah, I think you you hit it on the on the mark here is. We have to we have to be better at having those conversations, but we also have to I think be better about and it's so easier said than done, interacting with those people. Uh huh. Those toxic people are just going to be toxic. Yeah, that's all they're meant to do. That's they're miserable. They're just miserable people. We have to make sure that our communities aren't aren't infested with those fucks either. Which is is by saying that like again like we said in you know earlier in this episode, Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Gay Lives Matter, you know in and and that's a mantra that we believe in and at the same exact time we we just want a place where you don't have to be afraid of who you are mm-hmm. to talk about a video game yeah it should just be that simple and I think cyberpunk yeah I, I know we've gone off the wagon here 
But I, th- I do think that there is something to be had of how toxic we've been. And I think Cyberpunk's saga highlights that in a major way. Where this mm-hmm. game gets delayed, people are harassed. People get, you know, crunch, it's not good enough. They get death threats, right? Um, games get spoiled. People with agendas make hateful-filled videos. Yeah. And then we try to carry on. Or like, going YouTube... after the voice actors, like Laura Bailey, what she went through this year. Like, yeah. come on. Um, whew, what a nice little rant we had. That's all we got for for, the, for the games. 2020. So <laughs> we had... We're, we're going to just eliminate it. Like, eliminate topics here. We're going to... Okay. We're going to get to yay or nay. What's the biggest story of the year that defined this year? PlayStation pulls out of PAX? Yay or nay? Is that making the cut to, like, the top three? Uh, no. Okay. E3 2020 is canceled. Do do you agree with that one? I do agree with that one. Okay. Because I do think that shapes the way that we interact with, you know, how games are advertised and marketed. Mm -hmm. Uh, For years to come, Last of Us being delayed again indefinitely with Ghost being delayed. Uh, oh, well, also, I agree that E3 should be up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Okay, it's, it's, okay. It's on my thumb right um, I don't think no. this one is it. April, no. April, no. I do think the May one is, though. Last of Us leaks online. Yeah, I think that was that was huge for PlayStation Land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The P- PS5 event. Them delaying it and then the event themselves. Uh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think so as well. The Xbox Showcase BB? No. Nah, this is a PlayStation show. Come on, Jim. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> uh, August, Fall Guys. I don't think Fall Guys gets it. No, here. that beating those three. Okay. This one, no-brainer. Xbox acquires Bethesda <laughs> makes a list. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, October, I don't think any of them make the list. Cyberpunk goes gold. No. Nope. Again, that's the bottom of the... Or the top of the ride. November, PlayStation 5 and Xbox launch? Sure. Out of those, though, I don't know. I don't know if it beats those. The launch of the PlayStation 5. When it comes to when you talk about news stories of 2020, mm-hmm. I don't know if it hits on the on the same level as the others. My iPhone disagrees, but okay. Okay. I agree. Uh, you know what? And also, like, how important are our launches in the long term? Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. The cyberpunk drama... Where uh, we lost track of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got lost in our emotions. That's a number five. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's rightfully so. So let's let's go through the list again. And now we gotta oh, we really man. gotta go through this. Alright. Okay. We got five five up here. Mm-hmm. I think E three still stays. I think that's really big. Yeah. Um The Last of Us leaks, I don't think we're gonna remember them in time. I don't think they're going to have, like, if I'm defining the year, I don't think that's here. So, okay, keep going. I, okay. I, I have a thought, but I'll wait until the other other ones come up. The PlayStation 5 event. Coinciding with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it, if the, if the, e, the event itself beats out E3 getting canceled. Hmm. Personally, for me, I don't think I don't think it beats that. And honestly, at the end of the day, when you're like, when we're like, who wins E3 or whatever, who had the best showcase, that never really fucking matters. Sure. It just matters to our emotions. Sure. 
I want to be a robot. Okay, that doesn't make the list. Um, yeah, Xbox acquiring Bethesda's number three. Uh huh. That definitely stays. Yeah. So we got E3, Last of Us leaks, and Xbox acquires Bethesda. And then and we cy- have and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunked. Yeah. So here, here's where my thought from earlier comes in. Okay. I feel like I can, because we're talking about the biggest news story of 2020. Uh-huh. I feel like we can combine shitty ass people with the last of us two leaks with <laughs> shitty ass people with the cyberpunk and just be like toxic gaming communities as a whole. I think really is a top three thing. I feel like it's true, but then that's multiple stories. That's fair. That's fair. That's why I'm saying, you know what? Let's not give those toxic fucks the oxygen. I anymore. I agree. Yeah. And that's why we just toss them out. Fair. But I also think in 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 the case of controversies, Cyberpunk Saga will have ripple effects of how Sony will handle Absolutely. if they handle. Yep. Their return policies. That's why I think it stays. So what? We eliminated one. We have we, four still. Yeah, we have four. So now we have E3. We have the PlayStation 5 event. We have Xbox acquires Bethesda. We have Cyberpunk. This is a very hard-hitting thought piece. I, re- I really don't think the event should still be there. All right, it's gone. You're right. I don't think so either. Grand scheme of things, now we have Cyberpunk. And once again, I want to make this very clear. The event itself, not the Black Lives Matter movement that was oh, happening around the same time. Yes. Right, Because <laughs> right, right, I know right. there's going to be a comment or two be yeah, like, yeah. what? No. Well, you were wearing saying. a red hat when you said it. So, <laughs> E3. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Make PlayStation great again. <laughs> That's right. Get rid of Jim Ryan and stall me, Mr. Batman. I'm going to fix this crazy train. Uh, Cyberpunk. Xbox acquires Bethesda. And E3. And E3. Whew. I think this is when Cyberpunk goes. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, we say goodbye to the quarter. It is. It is. It is, it is <laughs> good God. Uh, it's monumental for sure, especially with like de- delisting the entire game yeah. from the store. Yeah. But compared to those other two, those other two I feel are bigger and will have bigger ripple effects. Yeah. And next year specifically. And honestly, we get to E3 being canceled oh, and Bethesda being acquired by Xbox and I think Xbox acquiring Bethesda is the biggest story because think about it even if E3 changes mm-hmm. even if it ceases to exist mm-hmm. Xbox acquiring Bethesda you said it yourself they would be acquiring a time slot at E3 yeah they'd have a bigger say at E3 mm-hmm. and yeah they have like now like a dozen studios working there right yeah. So I really do think that one is the one that takes a cake. I I'm le- leaning towards that as well. Mm-hmm. The E3 thing I think has a couple different things going for it for being a big news story where video games and video game news usually that's like video game Christmas. Yeah. For a lot of people every single year. So the fact that it was missing this year <laughs> could have been huge, but I think with the Summer Game Fest stuff it it did offset that little bit of heartbreak and little uh, uh, filled that void of E3 sure. not being there. But also, I think with it being canceled, 
another part of that story would be we don't really need it anymore either. That's true. Like, so, like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword kind of story going on. Mm. But I Xbox acquiring Bethesda is gigantic. Yeah. So I, I, I'd be totally okay with that being the biggest news story of 2020. There you have it. That's what we Xbox say. Xbox news well. here on the trophy room is the biggest news. <laughs> you sons of guns, you. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but you crazy bastards done did it. That was the biggest story. And I think, yeah, it does it. I think even it impacts PlayStation in the, in the biggest way. Because, yeah, all of a sudden, for a lot of folks out there, you don't, your, your next Elder Scrolls is in question. Your next Fallout's in question. Your next Doom. Yeah. is in question like Wolfenstein Wolfenstein like you know all of that's in question now these are these are huge IP yeah and I think it does that that does and it, it even asks the question of like okay so what does Sony do seeing this news do they do anything yeah right what's their next move um I think it's rightfully so I think are they I think are they sense. in talks with Microsoft being like hey allow them to come over here yeah like, are those talks happening? Only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell. That's been the PlayStation wrapped up retrospective episode of the Trophy Room. Take that, Spotify. Take that, Spotify. <laughs> we outdid Jeff Keighley yeah. with our award show, which vote. I'm not going to say vote for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, don't. going to say that. Don't, don't say that. But vote for the games that defined and the developers that defined your 2020. You know, absolutely. Link down below for all that, and maybe vote for Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> that said, <laughs> uh, Kyle, what's 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 something you'd like to pimp on out before you get out of here? Yeah, uh, you follow me on Twitter at Mr. K Step and add me on PSN, same uh, ID name, Mr. K Step. Uh, if you want to learn about cool indie games, go hit up 61indie.com, uh, twitch.tv slash 61indie, and youtube.com slash 61indie. We're going on holiday break, so no live programming until New Year's Eve, where we're finishing up our extra life, celebrating New Year's around the world as we play games Ooh. to raise money for sick children. Yeah. So, yeah. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find the video version of the show on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. You can find the podcast on wherever you get your podcast services, wherever, uh, whether that is your Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, your Google Play. Uh, wherever you find your podcast, you find a show there. Rate us five stars. It really does help this show out. Uh, builds this big, beautiful family that we call home here on The Trophy Room. Um, and with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. Love you.